It's like, whew. Just keep talking. Okay. Okay. Hello and welcome back to Internal Affairs with Cho and Mandy. <laughs> this is the podcast where we talk about our um, struggles and ins and outs of being a marketing intern at Blueberry. We're happy to have episode one coming out with you guys. Today we're going to talk about stress. Yay! <laughs> very, very important topic because I'm very stressed right now. Yeah, I feel that. On, I feel that. On the level of one to ten, how stressed are you? Ugh. I well, I have a lot. I was about to say I have a lot going on, but we always have a lot going on. Um, but I feel it, it's one of those times where you feel like every time you turn around, there's always a deadline. Mm-hmm. that you have to just as soon as you finally get done with one project that you're like ah, oh, I did it then it's like you have to start it otherwise you're gonna ruin everything mm. that's so six or seven six or seven. <laughs> six or seven would you say that it's normal something that you you just used to ever since you've been to college um well my stress level in general it's a really hard question because uh, uh, my stress levels have changed throughout college mm-hmm. um uh, just I feel like every semester is like a new life, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and this semester, uh, I had a lot of opportunities to really work on my on my anxiety, and I think they've really helped. Mm-hmm. And they've made it a lot more manageable to do all the things that I'm passionate about, as well as finish school. Yeah, for sure. How about you? I am also stressed. I would say, depending on the time of the day, depending on the day of the week. But right now, it's like three to four. Is not too stressful in terms of like workload because I know that I'm gonna do homework at what time of the day. I'm gonna I'm doing this podcast right now with you, mm-hmm. and later on when I go back home, I know what I'm doing. So I have that schedule that I don't, you know, stress over too much. How did you find your schedule? Because I'm horrible at schedules. <laughs> Absolutely awful. That's a good. That's a good thing. That that's a good question to ask because I normally have um, I use Google Calendar. Godsend. I love Calendar Google Calendar to, to just organize my work and my meetings. I am very forgetful, mm-hmm. and normally the things that make me stress a lot is actually about the not actually the work itself. I like working. I enjoy working and being in the moment and learning. Um, that's why I'm here at college and why I'm working and studying. But the things that make me most of the time like like really stress is forgetting to do something. Mm-hmm. I forgot to do two quizzes, buddy, two quizzes for my data mining class. That's so nice. that is school only, but then we also have other things too, like workplace, mm-hmm. yeah. Which one do you think affects you more, at least this week? Mm. I think this week is definitely still school and classes. Yeah, makes sense. Because it's November and we have only one month until we are done with the semester. So a lot of, of big projects and finals are coming. Do you have a lot of finals? I do. Um, I'm having, I have this essay due on Tuesday and okay. it's it's with this professor who's, I really like the class, mm. um, but he's so stingy about the essay like we had this whole talk about plagiarism I'm a fourth year in college Mm. and he was like really down on like being like if you plagiarize you're going to get reports like of course we're gonna get what class is that uh drugs in America by uh 
uh, campus. I love the class. He's a really fantastic professor. Mm-hmm. He just means business, and I respect that. But also, I've never plagiarized. I don't plan to. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. Mm, perhaps, maybe, maybe it's the people, other people in the class. I think that. he was like. I think something happened to him. I think some because he he's always big on like cheating and plagiarism. I think someone just really took advantage of him, and he's just really not gonna have that happen anymore. Yeah. But. Yeah, but I'm worried about the essay because I'm I'm going to see my favorite comedian uh, in Cleveland this Yay! weekend. I know. Oh my god, that's exciting! Um, with uh, my significant, and I'm super excited. Excited. Um, what comedian is that? Who, it who is are they? Taylor Tomlinson. I think I've seen her on Netflix. Yeah, that's where I saw her. I just think she's really funny. Is this in Columbus or? Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland? Yeah, so we got an Airbnb. <gasps> it is so cute. And oh my God. I love it. I'm super excited. It's like our first little vacation together. Oh, I'm so excited. A lot of I'm exciting so happy things. for you. But, yes. you know, with having that exciting thing coming up, it's like this weekend. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I need to, I, and the essay is due on Tuesday. And so I've been like stressed just trying to figure out because I want to have all my classes all done mm. basically by Thursday. Mm. So I can like feel good about that. Mm. So I get that, mm-hmm. but I feel like so talking about stress is very common. It's like a common problem for everyone, but especially for a college student who also have classes and then work and then intern. And then finding internship is stressful too, which is something that I'm trying to do right now mm-hmm. actually. So we have so much, so many goals to achieve while trying to maintain that work-life balance. And trying to perform our best, be productive and focused, get along with our clients, with our colleagues, with our family members, balancing like all of the relationships. That is a lot. Mm-hmm. We are wearing a lot of hats, and it's you know like that's why mindfulness and meditation comes in. And um, just what do you do for mindless mindfulness and meditation? Do you have any practices that you do? I do actually my mindfulness. I listen to mindfulness meditation. Like it's literally called mindfulness meditation. On, by the way, yes. To clarify, do you have a clarification on what mindfulness meditation is, in case anyone doesn't know? Yes. So mindfulness meditation to me is to um, just like having that um, a, a guide so that it can help me. Stay connected to my body, mm-hmm. my mind, um, amongst the chaos of life. Sometimes we just too caught up with work, and we just hustle and hustle, and we try to get things done, and then we get stressed, and we we just we just like hamsters on that you know like little treadmill thing, mm-hmm. and we and that's why mindfulness matters because it it helps you be mindful like you know what you are doing mm-hmm. and then meditation is a method that has been proven to be very effective in helping you to gain that mindfulness yeah so, what is your thought on that um so i view mindfulness meditation as um it's a way of practicing instead of being a person um experiencing your emotions you are a person you're I think I'm saying this wrong, but you instead of being a person within your body feeling the emotions, you're able to just be someone outside your body, mm-hmm. watching the emotions happen and not having it affect you. Like instead of like when I get anxious, 
um, about something socially. Um, I can, if I practice mindfulness meditation, it practices allowing myself to be like, okay, my mind, I'm like kind of trembling right now. Um, instead of just panicking, like, why am I trembling? You're able to see that and just react in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are lots of different ways of doing mindfulness meditation. Uh, the Calm app is a great is a great thing at Headspace. I personally just love looking something up on YouTube mm-hmm. and putting a little intention. Mm-hmm. Um, I love mindfulness meditation when I'm studying for an exam. Mm-hmm. I, I, I say, like, mindfulness meditation, focus. And then I, I'm, if, I do this when I'm, like, drained and I need to keep studying. I'll, like, lie down for 10 minutes. And they'll be like, you want to focus or something like that. Mm. And it works. I it works. love it. It I works. It. I, I like that. I, it works for me too. I put in something, can either be podcast um, or just like a YouTube video. And I'm, I'm very picky about what kind of videos and like things I listen to too. So, which by the way, we can definitely put some. Do you have a favorite mindfulness podcast? It's literally called Mindful Meditation. Shout out. <laughs> yes, shout out to Mindful Meditation. And then um, recently I am listening to um, more just like, just like positivity um, podcasts, but sometimes they can sound like, you know, you know, like toxic positivity. As in like they talk too much about being positive and optimistic, mm. but it's actually counter-effective because you, you are stressed about why am I not positive you know like yeah. like like you you want to be better but you force yourself into that mode which is not natural at all so I'm picky about it but um, we can definitely put some links into you know like the description so that people can um, find it or we can do that like compile list I of love things that. Mm-hmm. to put on social media on our Instagram too so and if you guys have a recommendation for mindfulness meditation or mm-hmm. um, apps to recommend, let us know. Um, so Cho, so yes, b- you said your anxiety is at three. All, by the way, congratulations to have three is a great number. Um, <laughs> what are some challenges that you go through at work? That's a very good question. So at work, um, definitely work-life balance is the biggest thing. Mm, our work is remote Mm -hmm. and so we have to be disciplined and we don't have like a fixed schedule to do things except for deadlines for example like having to post infographics on certain days Mm -hmm. now nowadays just Mandy just just in charge like leading the social media infographic but now we changing the kind of like um, the way that we're doing that Mm -hmm. so that it's not all on Mandy and also we can have freedom and space to have room to learn more mm-hmm. for each of us um, partnership and so partnership yeah so work-life balance um, definitely have finding time to relax and peer pressure honestly mm. um, this is not like at work peer pressure it just means like in general comparing to my peers who are working at other companies and like yeah. achieving things in their path and because I think part of the reason why is because we are seniors so we mm-hmm. and like for me being an international student means that like oh, you gotta have something figure out for the next step so for right now is figuring out an internship in the spring and whenever i think about it it stresses me out that it from three it probably will yeah. go to seven and eight <laughs> <laughs> um but it's okay because um i will talk more about it later but other than that some distraction because i have adhd 
um, I have perfectionism, um, procrastination, uh, lack of motivation sometimes, and uh, fatigue and neck pain. Um, yeah, those are the things that makes me feel like I don't want to work. But then if I postpone working, then I'll be stressed later for not getting this stuff done. Yeah. So is your schedule, like your Google Calendar, is that how you like combat a lot of those issues besides the neck pain? The neck pain, I feel like, just sucks. I have that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I use planner. Um, I write things down mm-hmm. on like a planner in a journal that I have. Do you have a me. specific like brand of planner? I used to like jump to different brands every single year. I wish I could remember the names <laughs> of the brands because they are very cute planners yeah. and it's the aesthetic for me. Like yeah. I, my planner needs to be cute. Yeah. <laughs> needs to match Have the all mind. the highlighters. I know. Like and it must be easy for me to write within. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a specific brand. Um, I do want to have this very cute planner that looks like a book mm-hmm. on the outside. Um, like a big book, like like an old like vintage history book. Um, but rec- nowadays, I don't do that anymore. I, I honestly use stick- sticky notes too. Mm-hmm. I, I stick things everywhere. I stick things um, on my laptop and I stick motivation on my yeah. laptop. And then another thing I do beside Google Calendar and sticky notes are reminders on my iPhone, which is synced with my iPad. Mm-hmm. And I like to do separate like blueberry, like work, what I need to do. For example, create an infographic or talk to Mandy about this, meet with Mackenzie at this time. For school, might be complete this homework in data mining, or for you, it might be like complete this essay. Yeah, yeah. Same thing, probably. Just writing them down. Yeah, because if you don't write down, we don't know. Um, but another thing that I've noticed, I've reason why I'm stressed is that I don't keep track of my assignments anymore like I I used to do that really well in the beginning of semester but then this pattern is very familiar like all each semester I'm like okay so this semester no more miss quizzes and then somehow I still miss them because because it something always happened in the middle of week and it's I don't even go to bar club to drink and I'm not even like living like or like a very busy life yeah I just have like a lot of like stuff going on in yeah i know we're a very small sample size but um the like always being like this semester i'm not going to get any quizzes missed or like blah that is a at least in my opinion very adhd thought like as someone who's diagnosed like when they're first grade let's talk about that exactly like a lot of the a lot of like the the tips that you just listed were like tips I was given when I was like in third grade. <laughs> and they were like, do that. Um, and it's true. Um, they do help a lot with ADHD. And of course, ADHD skills can be passed down to anyone. Mm-hmm. But it especially applies to, to people who were diagnosed and actually like live with it. Mm. Because um, it's, 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 um, it, it kills you sometimes. It, 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 it hinders you so much. Yeah. So you suffer from ADHD as well? Oh yeah, um, that's some, that, and uh, what I struggle through with my work-life balance, it, it does largely have to do with my ADHD. I have figured, mm. and the biggest part is because we are remote, um, mm. like you said. I just never, now that I've been remote working, I love it, but at the same time, 
it's it's such a challenge because you're just yeah. like, well, I could do this while while doing a million other things. Mm-hmm. Like I love multitasking, mm-hmm. um, and so that's something that I have to do. And especially with overstimulation, if I list all the things I want to do and it's too much, I like will not do any of them. Mm. Um, so yeah, mm. that's very true. But what do you think causes you to stress though? Is it because like for me, I know that for example, if I don't get things done, mm-hmm. I feel psychologically it makes sense to feel like stressed because you are frustrated. Yeah, you you don't feel like you are, are accomplished, you know, that day because you have to move that thing, that task to the next day. Or sometimes it can be imposter um, syndrome where, you know, like I do something and then I don't put a lot of focus and concentration. I'm distracted and I keep multitasking and come back to it. So mm-hmm. I get the things done, but then at the end of the day, I still feel like I'm not satisfied with work, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that has to do a lot with my professional perfectionism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's very common uh, when someone's diagnosed with ADHD or has ADHD. It's not. It is very uncommon. Sorry. It's very common that there is also a side diagnosis mm-hmm. like dyslexia or anxiety or depression, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I, I don't take medication for my anxiety mm-hmm. um, but I have a lot of tactics that I use to help me with that because mm-hmm. the overstimulation and also just like deadlines and concerns about like if I'm doing enough because that's a constant that's a constant fight mm-hmm. um, I, I use a lot of tactics to help bring my heart rate back down mm-hmm. um, box what, what other talk talk about it yes I yeah. would love to learn yeah box breathing okay. uh, is something that like has changed my life um, it's when Ooh. you breathe in from your diaphragm for four counts hold it for four counts release it for four counts hold it again for four counts and repeat um, and that forces your heart rate to go down and so if you get anxious about anything like if someone says something that you don't like Mm-hmm. or you're you see a deadline that you're that's like close by mm. or you realize you have an you have like an essay due that day and you haven't started it mm. or an exam that day mm. if you do box breathing helps bring your heart rate down so you can figure out to do when mm-hmm. you're in a good mindset um, another thing I do um, this especially helps people who um, disassociate mm. um, is I forget what it's called but um, oh wait next I do it's called the five senses practice okay um, it's when you if you start feeling anxious mm. or you feel like you're getting out of control, mm-hmm. if you're supposed to think of these five things in this order. So you name ver- ver- um, verbally mm-hmm. five things that you see, okay. four things that you can feel, mm-hmm. three things that you can hear, mm-hmm. two things that you can smell, mm-hmm. and one thing that you can taste. Uh, and that, that I've learned more recently Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been really helpful as well. Yeah. Uh, just with a lot of, in a lot of ways. And um, also there's another tactic of just like writing out your negative emotions. Oh, yes. Yeah. That I do too. Yeah, it's so helpful because um, something I learned in uh, Hidden Brain, one of the podcasts I listened to, um, there's research that shows to feel, to if you want to decrease the amount of ha- like sadness you feel about a situation, mm-hmm. write about it because it's analyzing it. Mm-hmm. And as you analyze it, it makes the emotions less extreme because mm-hmm. it's more concrete. Um, but the same thing happens with happiness. Technically, if, if you align with that mm-hmm. line of thinking, 
if you write about like your happiest times a lot, you won't feel as happy about it because you're overanalyzing it. Right. And you'll think of it as more of a concrete brick of a thing rather than just this like emotion, hormonal uh, interaction that you had, which mm-hmm. I thought was wild. Like, oh my God, let's pause and think about it for a moment. That is wild. I know. I have the same thought too, Mandy. Oh, I just hit my oh, feet no. into the chair. Okay, so I, whenever I notice I have negative feelings or emotions, um, first of all, neg- negative emotions are not bad. They're not. It's, you, it's valid. Your mm-hmm. feelings are valid. It's just what you're going to do about it. Are you going to let your feelings and emotions control you? Oh, when we are angry at certain things and we feel so much thing, are we gonna keep calm and then wait a little bit and then respond to people? Or are we just gonna come at them and like attack people? Impulsive. Yeah, so that is the skill, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a hard one. A hard one, and I think that your tactic of writing down things really help. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like happy emotion, the other day I was thinking about um, when I am extremely happy. For example, when I went to a dance class and I was, you know, like the music, I just feel like so hyped, you know? Mm-hmm. Like when you do something, you're like so excited. When you achieve something or when you laughing with your friends and you're just feeling like really happy, okay? And then I recently, with a lot of things going on stressing my life, a lot of trauma, recent trauma. Um, I feel like, wait a minute. I'm feeling really happy right now, but is this real? Like, do ah. I deserve to be happy? Uh, and then I'm afraid that this moment's gonna be gone very soon because when I'm negative, I feel I tell myself that it's okay. This is only temporary and it'll be gone, mm-hmm. and you're gonna be okay. So okay is the word I use. I don't seek to be happy I like I don't chase after happiness anymore like recently I realized that because ADHD people my best friend Kat um, told me that so like with ADHD you feel thing you can feel things so one of the things that you they do is like feel things very like like to the extreme yeah like mm-hmm. extremely and I haven't done a lot of research into it so maybe you know better but she told me that yeah we tend to like feel extremely happy when when good things happen, but like when we are sad and like at our lowest, we can be devastated. We can take it, take things to the extreme and be very serious about it. So whether I, whether like, I don't really know, like doesn't matter which like side, like, you know, like of stick I'm, you know, like, like how I'm feeling super happy or super sad. Like I told myself that the mo- the emotion that I want to, to be at is just to be neutral like to be okay, you know? Hmm. And then normalize not having to feel happy all the time. Like you don't have to feel super hyped or super satisfied with life in order to be like, okay. You can just breathe, you're breathing, you're leaving and that matters, you know? Yeah. It's like, the yeah. there was, um, what you're talking about, uh, I believe, is rejective sensitive um, sensitivity dysphoria. Um, very, It's very common that ADHD people feel this is when they, um, uh, I learned this on how to ADHD, a YouTuber that I subscribed to forever ago. Very much recommend her. She's fantastic. Um, but Can you say the name again? Uh, 
rejection sensitivity dysphoria. Oh, okay. And so what that means is that we, it's it, not everyone has it. I know I do. Um, it's when, you, when you're rejected, you feel it more intensely, at least in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, a good example is, this happened just the other week. Um, my significant was supposed to come over that evening, mm-hmm. but they had had a really stressful day at work mm-hmm. and um, just wanted to, to stay at home and like just recharge. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, relationship-wise, that is an incredibly healthy thing to do. Yeah. And he told me very respectfully, he was coming over the next day, we're gonna hang out all, the rest of the weekend. Um, and he even called me, we talked for like two hours just to, just to check in. Mm-hmm. But uh, when he told me that, it like, it, it snowballed into me like being very upset. Like not even at him, it's just my body fit. Like I had tears streaming down my face, but I wasn't actually upset. Like I was upset, but I was I was okay with it. Does that mm-hmm. make it, it makes that, so much sense? That is yeah. that is what that is. That's rejective sensitivity dysphoria. When you feel like I don't want to feel that, like I, my body's reacting so right. intensely to this, uh-huh. I don't want it to. But that's what's. But it's for some reason it's happening. That's because our emotions are especially um, we spike a lot. Like we get to feel really high highs, mm-hmm. feel really low lows. Mm. It's common with ADHD. Um, and again, I'm not like a doctor. I've just been diagnosed early. Um, <laughs> no, this is very helpful and this is relevant. It's I, really helpful because you know why it's happening. Exactly. It's like the things that, like when I put those things into words, I'm yeah. like, like verbalizing how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. If I don't, I don't acknowledge how I'm feeling and then I just, you just thought feel to myself like that there's something wrong with me. Yeah. You know? And like when talking to friends about it, and people who also have ADHD and similar problems, I know that my problems is not just, you know, what, mm-hmm. I'm not the only person. And a it. way to combat uh, RSD, that's what that's the short term for it, um, is the communication. Mm-hmm. When this happened with um, my significant, I, first of all, they, they were very sweet about it. Um, obviously, the um, healthy relationship and all that, but, um, uh, I love that. It is. It's it's nice. But um, one of the things that he told me that he was very thankful that I told him about it. And having this description of what it is helps to combat it. And the way that you combat it, it's kind of roundabout answer. You combat it by asking the people in your life to please give them, give you as much time in advance before they cancel on you or do something before mm-hmm. it happens. Specific. Mm-hmm. It's very specific to the situation that I was in. But if someone cancels on me like that night or like the hour of, mm-hmm. I feel it a lot more and I get more upset and it because it, it just it, it it just does. And so communicating yeah. that high, I'm okay with you like not mm-hmm. hanging or communicating or just like taking space. I just need you to value my time mm. and give me that space so that my emo- you don't override my emotions because I have something that just I have RSD it just ha- mm. it just happens to me and I think that my significance and I's relationship has gotten stronger just because of that now I feel bad because <laughs> last time we wanted to record this episode I was like I can't do this Maddie I was too stressed <laughs> but yeah because if the thing same thing happened to me I would feel stressed too but then I later later I realized that 
and I, we need time to do it in a week. And I and that's why we're doing. Oh, it we're talking right about the podcast. Remember when we remember like on Saturday? I do. We planned, and then I the guy just like pretty much just like I can't do this right now, Mandy. Through Slack, so I know it ha- it happens like that too. So again, on my side though, sometimes stress comes from that too. Like like saying like like sometimes okay work is a little bit different because work is something that you sometimes you can't just say no like you're supposed to work let's say if you go to work nine to five in monday to friday um you of course that's not like the ultimate life goal i want to do like not my lifestyle i don't want to do that whole like my whole life um i aspire to have a more flexible and having that financial independence and yeah, stability I see so I can like so I really value that the company gave us ability to that way you work remotely remote and then like choose the hour that we want to work which is cool um, but um, coming back to the point where I was making earlier about you know sometimes you go to work and you let's say that it's fixed right and if you're really sick and you cannot let's say that you're going through like a mental health um episodes like like problems or like depression episodes which is something that i recently like go, went through it's that's it's just hard because like you cannot do it but like you hate disappointing people and then you when you disappoint yourself too because you say that you wanted to do things but then you like you want and then you know that you need a break but then, the difference yeah. in that Uh, and you are totally right. You mm-hmm. have people have to take time for themselves if they feel like they need it. Yeah. The difference is, um, like, there's a difference between taking time for yourself and making a habit of not uh, valuing. Other. Like, say, um, I canceled on someone mm-hmm. once. Like, that's common for like I get distracted all the time. I need to like I oh I had to cancel on my on my best friend on Halloween. Um, oh, no. Yeah, because I like had to do homework, mm. um, and I felt awful about it. Did they it. get upset? No, they took it like a champ. <laughs> they they were upset, but we rescheduled for the next weekend, and we had a fantastic time with Play Cards Against Humanity. It was great, um, but that's that's like how how I try to combat, and that's how my significant did. Like um, when these types of things happen, like if you have to like reschedule or if another person reschedules, it's really like a show of character how they respond after that, mm. because it's gonna happen to everyone. Everyone's gonna have to reschedule. Mm. Like it's it's just true. Um, but the the thing to look at is how they respond after, mm. because if they make an effort and don't and make sure like be on time, are like are 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 open to still hang out with you and aren't like spotty about it, that's mm. when you know you found someone like. That is like that you can find into your tribe, mm. um, but if it's the opposite, then that's also not. It's not even exactly a bad thing, mm. because then you know. <laughs> like I think I'm a big action speaks louder than words. My love language is words of affirmation, mm. but I I look at people's actions all the time, especially yeah. It's I for me I look at actions when it's more of an outside person, but if they're like. If there's someone that's like very intimately involved with me, I'm mm-hmm. like, tell me, like, tell me how you feel about me. But yes. <laughs> that's just me. I, I feel that. Yeah. No, I really understand like having taking the time for yourself, and also 
like respecting other people's time mm-hmm. and if you make mistakes or if you have to cancel on people if you have to miss i don't i don't even mandy i don't even do this is on me not with not willing to anyone but for me my relationship with myself keeping myself accountable is something i'm even struggling with recently too let's say that like doing quizzes okay so or completing homework on time that is something that i struggle with too and so yes um when i have to cancel like miss miss things like that when i feel like i don't have the energy to even though i really like i really want to do it as i but then i i really feel guilty afterward and that's why i try to make things happen mm-hmm. or even for me i did not do the quizzes and i felt i just beat myself up a lot yeah but that's the thing too yeah. that's another thing of rks wait is that the correct R- RSD. RKS is Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Um, okay. no. uh, shout out to last episode. But um, uh, but RSD, like when I canceled on C on my best friend, mm-hmm. I felt horrible. I I my anxiety went through the roof, mm-hmm. and that's another thing. When you cancel, you feel worse because when someone cancels on you, you have that like extreme yeah. reaction. Um, but it's just like it's just it's it's. It's learning to value yourself mm-hmm. and know that, okay, this I'm not happy that this happened. I don't want this to happen, but it needed to, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna make up for it later. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember my significant was like, well, it just channel all this like negative energy that you have about having to cancel and put it into like how you're gonna make it up to them next week mm-hmm. or like how to be like a better friend, and that's that's really what RS that's that's the ability of knowing that RSD exists mm. does for us. Okay, so basically that is the RSD thing, rejection sensitive dysphoria. Mm-hmm. It's like you rejecting your, like how do you put it? Uh, it is, so it's when you take rejection very, it's when you take rejection and you have, feel extreme emotions from it. Um, so I, I think, think that's what I struggle with. Too. Yeah, and it's common in ADHD, so I think that I think that would make sense if you, if you struggled with it. Yeah. Um, thank you for ta- for talking to us about um, just for talking about that. Um, some things that I struggle with in the workplace are that some of them are extremely similar to yours to you, like my work life balance, my mm-hmm. peer pressure. Um, peer pressure meaning just uh, I want to. I'm, I'm an extrovert, and so it's really hard for me to say no to my friends, mm-hmm. um, and I want to hang out with them whenever I can, but I can't all the time, especially mm-hmm. with so much how much I'm doing. And my ADHD, no overstimulation. But another big thing that I deal with, uh, I have chronic pain. Um, I've I've hip pain that happened last year, Oof. over a year ago now, um, and it's not really like fully diagnosed. It's more uh, I just go to physical therapy. I also have tennis elbow <laughs> from riding all the time. Uh, what is ten- tennis elbow? So it is, it's it commonly happens from riding a lot and moving your elbow. Um, they call it tennis elbow because tennis players get it. I haven't played tennis since I was very little. <laughs> Um, it's not from that, but it definitely hurts, and it hurts at random times. Um, and but the biggest thing that I did to combat those was exercise. But then my exercise was ruined because of my hip pain. Mm. And then I found music, and um, we were actually supposed to start this podcast like a month ago. Um, <laughs> and what happened is that we made the first episode or z- podcast or episode zero. And then I got this weird vocal thing, 
and mm. it got diagnosed recently, and it's I have vocal nodes. <laughs> oh no! But don't take the blame on you. I have a lot of things going on. But that, but like I couldn't, I couldn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> I like couldn't talk. So that was like. It's, Mm. Voice is much better now. But. It is, but I still can't sing, and Aww. that's like the main thing I've been doing to help with my um, anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it's been really tough. I used to go to open mics every week. Now um, I watch the Patch the Rat with um, uh, my significant and, and a couple of our friends. Um, and but it, I and I just it's hard for me to pick up the guitar. Um, so that that's why I think my anxiety's been higher. Like you said, three still. I'm so jealous of that. It's a great number. But mine gets to like five is like kind of where I'm always at because I can't get that extra umph out, you know. Mm. Um, and I've been trying to figure something out. I I started um, doing more makeup, but I also like don't love to wear makeup. I like I I wear a certain type of style that I like is think is more androgynous. But mm. um, I do you have any ways of how do you de stress? Me. Well, before I talk about mine, I want to talk more about you, though. Because yeah. Because the thing that you say is nice. Let's talk about how... It's nice. Yeah, no, it's like literally like the thing that helps us really stress is art. Yeah. I miss music, too, and I started learning how to play the music. But how does playing music, if you can't sing, you say you play the guitar, right? Mm-hmm. How do you, How do you feel when you play the guitar? So... It, it does go back to ADHD. Like, it's hard for me to, like, really love something for a really long time because I kind of, what's called, like, hyper-focus. <laughs> like, I hate that, too. And music is the one thing that I've been able to continuously hyper-focus on. Um, okay. And that's just, like, naturally. No no stimulants outside, no coffee, blah. Um, and I, I that's why I love music. It's mm-hmm. something that I can tangibly create and get better at mm-hmm. and express. And it's also how I express my feelings. I've been writing songs. Um, I was writing songs before my voice essentially broke. Um, uh, it is better, but I still can't sing. And I'm still not, I'm not even supposed to talk like, like how I'm talking now is like kind of grovelly. That's what my vocal coach says. It. I'm supposed to talk like, hmm, like more forward. Like it sounds different now. I kind of hate this voice. <laughs> like low key, it's just kind of something I don't really like, but I have to figure out how to use it more so, my, so I can sing again. Um, but uh, I very much encourage like the the thing you asked me about music. Music brings me joy because um, it it gives me a way of expressing my anxieties. Mm-hmm. I had um, someone from my past text me a couple months back, and I was whew, anxious through the roof. I was so <sighs> upset. I was like, no. Um, but I wrote a. I, That's gonna be another topic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't need to out him. You know. <laughs> um, no. He's in law school. I don't. <laughs> no, uh, but one that is one of the like things from the past. It's actually um, one of the thing the main reason that caused my stress too. Yeah. And I think that mainly is um, whatever we stress about. I'm stressed about is either something from the past or the future Mm -hmm. so like worrying about what might happen thinking about worst case scenario or if it's about the past is going back to memories like going back the memory lane and trying to find things that would like to be sad about so there are actually two things that i want to talk about too and i'm glad we bring this up which is you know like first of all focusing on the presence 
you know I saw a lot of just like infographic about well-being and mental health on social media mm-hmm. and everyone else tell me the same thing which is like so just focus on the pre- like focus on the present just don't go too far in the future and you don't go back too far in the past too mindfulness mindfulness meditation helps so much with that yeah but like how do you do that though you know because it's easier said than done for example mm-hmm. right now it's you know it's 3 40 p.m on you know 10th up on yeah it's a wednesday on 10th it's hump day on 10th of <laughs> like november 2021 mm-hmm. and i'm 20 years old and at this and you are Mandy's 21 but like we're sitting in that room and we're recording this podcast so this is the present and I am very much just like enjoying this moment when mm-hmm. I'm doing something when I'm doing something that have you know like something that I find to have a lot of meanings to me and that I enjoy whether that's work or that talking to people um, again that's another thing that extroverts do mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah just like do things that I enjoy that I feel like I really can be in the present mm-hmm. you know the, the the most of the time when I'm worried or stressed or anxious is when I'm alone is that the something that happened to you too um well it was um like and to finish off um like when you have something come up about the past like my my this person like texting me mm. um it's okay to be upset mm. it's valid especially like this person like kind of caused me a lot of tra- not not, not kind of did cause me like a lot of hurt a lot of trauma mm. um and uh wasn't it wasn't uh respectful that they texted me at all mm. um and i ended up blocking them and it was very rewarding um but uh writing it down and accepting that that's like accepting that you feel like that and working on it from there that's how you feel you don't want to suppress your feelings um because like we said earlier your feelings are valid no matter what they are Mm -hmm. it's just how you deal with them um and i decided to write a song about it and it like helped me immensely um and i performed it i just was like i'm just going to sing this one song and then leave i think i remember that i think you sang it I don't know if you were there because I was doing an essay <laughs> and I was like, I'm just going to sing this and leave. <laughs> and that's what I did. Um, but uh, it's okay to get sad in the moment. But how you mentioned, like, I you, I get most sad when I'm alone. I totally get that mm. because I still get like that. But the thing is, I will be both live alone. <laughs> yeah, we live alone. Um, and that's something that you have to, like, confront yeah. with yourself. Um and I was horrified about living alone. I like I wrote a song about it. <laughs> oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, that's I cool. did because I was like, ah. <laughs> but uh, um, it helped me figure out um, at, like how I really felt about it and putting them into words that rhymed in a chorus that I sang all the time. Um, and be okay to post about it. Like that's my ultimate goal is just keep posting and posting so I can gain a following. Um, but. I the prep for living alone is that you have to be okay with like just having fun with yourself mm. for instance like when we weren't able to record the podcast that night mm. it was like like 7 p.m. like I didn't have like I, I did I did no one but no plans for anyone else to come over Aww. and so no it wasn't oh 
Um, I was, I had a fantastic time. <laughs> I, I hung out with my cat. We watched this, I, I watched this new show I hadn't watched. It was like a new season of the show I used to watch. And I like baked and had made like a nice dinner for myself Aww. and just like had a good time. Like, I think that's really important while you live alone to mm. figure out how to have fun with yourself. For instance, right? I was, yeah, like I used to be scared and I was like trying to figure out like, hmm, I, I don't, like I'm, pretty careful with my alcohol use, mm. but um, I'm gonna live alone. Right. And so I wanna figure out how I can like have a couple, like a glass or two of wine mm. and not feel like I have a, pr- and know that I don't have a problem at the same time. That's that's self-control right there. Self-control, but it's also just trial and error. <laughs> um, right. um, like it's especially like your tolerance and yeah. also like, how much is enough, how much is too much, you know? Yeah, I, I remember like over the summer, I would just like test it and then be and like with my friends or not with my friends and just figure out like what makes you happy. And one of the things that made me happy was music. And another thing that makes me happy now that I can't do music um, is watching shows, which I don't love. And so now I'm getting back into art um, and writing. And I'm trying to write more poems instead of songs because I can't sing the songs and then that gets me sad. So I won't do that. But poems, that's I can still do shout poetry. I'm really trying to inch towards going back to open mics because I, I haven't been there in about a month and I'm sure they're wondering where I'm at. <laughs> I, used, I used to go there all the time. I know at least like, uh, and I have a couple of friends who've reached out, but um, right. I, it's just getting over that anxiety and finding like pivoting to a new love that helps you like de-stress. And the main thing that makes you de-stress besides people was music and that helps me. I think that once you get, get your voice back and you oh yeah, to sing again. Oh, you're gonna cloud nine. But now you have something to look forward to, you know. Mm-hmm. So like that's exciting. One of the things that my vocal coach, I had my first session with them on Monday. Um, I was so stoked. Um, I did not know that you had vocal coach. Well, I just got them. Like they were prescribed me by the doctor to help me so I could learn how mm-hmm. to um, get my voice back, basically. And I was so stoked because I showed her a video of me singing. No. Um, because you know vocal coach. Um, mm-hmm. and she made me feel so much better because. She told me it wasn't something that I did specifically that caused this. It's just overuse. Because mm. they asked me, um, this is funny. Um, I, they asked me, uh, my friends get, give me so much crap about this. Um, they ask you at the doctor, they're like, one through 10, how talkative are you? Like mm. 10 being the most talkative person I, I know. And I was sitting there for like 30 seconds. <laughs> and I could not think of anyone who was more talkative than me. I couldn't think of a single person who was more talkative than me. And I was like, I don't know, negative point five, nine. That's <laughs> funny because that's not my first impression of you. Like I remember when we have like you were introduced to me for the first time, you were wearing yeah. your red glasses. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, so this is Mandy. Yeah. And then that's why that's because we didn't get to speak much. But But at the same time, like I'm not gonna like talk everyone's ear off that the first time they meet me, but I am I'm definitely like a huge talker. Yeah. Um I like that. I like that to have the ability to just keep conversation going. And another thing, a little bit off topic, but like the people who can be very talkative are also very observant too. And they are very um, the observant and they care about, there's a difference if sometimes people are talkative and they just talk about themselves. And then, then there are people who talk about themselves, but then somehow they find a way to just communicate and connect with the person that they're talking with and they and they listen i and try I, to do that you, you are a great listener oh thank you chow you're a great listener and then you can keep the conversation going yeah I, that's what i'm that's trying to do with my other friends too so i feel like a lot of things that we are doing is you know like skill set 
from skill set, like mm-hmm. like just like a range of skill sets, as we are adulting, as we kind of like, I just realized that everything that we just mentioned today, they, their stress come from, it can come from anything, you know, and it's not gonna stop, like you're not gonna like, it's not gonna stop when I for myself to find like a new job or like a new project to work on or like until when I'm like finally over my trauma to be okay and not stress ever again I think I will still be stressed it's just how we're gonna deal with it so all the methods that you share um, above about the box breathing technique Mm -hmm. about ADHD understanding of the what is it called again? Rejection sensitive Uh, uh, I think RSD yeah rejected sensitivity dysphoria dysphoria which it something new i learned today and the thing is that i did not know that from before i think it's gonna help you like it for me it just helps me because i'm like why am i feeling this and then i can just remember that right be like okay this is just like a chemical reaction this is not i have an issue it's just it's gonna pass and then i'll be able to to really feel what i'm feeling you know i know so it's good to know that and it helps is i think it's gonna help me a lot because Mm -hmm. Then I put a name into my emotion and my feelings and my actions too. And then realizing that it's not me only who go through the, those things, but other people might go through the same thing too. For sure. So yeah, that and then a lot of skill set that we need to develop to overcome stress, you know, are mindful meditation, you know, mm-hmm. like I definitely want to do more this morning I woke up early, then I went back to bed. <laughs> That's I did some vlog. I started to vlog. So if, if it's music and art for you, I started to vlog. Vlogging is a new thing for me. Yeah. You've been talking about it for a while. I'm glad yeah. you started. Yes. Yay. So I started to vlog and it's just really not perfect because I know of that if, if I focus on perfect perfection, I will never get things done. Mm-hmm. And like the whole point of the vlogging is to make me feel nice and feel like I'm fulfilled. Fulfilled, exactly. So it's like to share my story and mm-hmm. to keep myself accountable of like what I'm doing in the day. So I like to share that, you know, just like for a little vlog, like day in the life of Cho. Yeah. And it helps me a lot. And it's literally the same thing with music and, and writing poetry for you. So I, and so I really think that for anyone out there who is going through like a tough time, I know they say that, yeah, pick up new hobbies and stuff, but it's gonna take a while for someone to like want to do that. So like the first, yeah, I think, okay, so there's one thing I wrote down on my note, but now my phone is dead. <laughs> but now we talk about this, I remember. Step one to overcoming and combating stress anxiety and depression i know a lot of terms have different solutions but like all of them kind of just like have a similar thing that they put you in a hole the first step to combating those things i think for me is that you have to want to be better yeah like you want to change you want to be better yeah it's the first step is the first step and that Oh, that is very powerful mm-hmm. because like you have the power to be better like you have the power to do whatever it takes you know mm-hmm. and you have to want to be better first in order to like do these methods because like if you just do all of this thing like you you okay Mandy's 
is doing meditation and playing the guitar and Cho is vlogging. Um, so when I hear other people do, having different ways to do that and I try to follow the exact same thing that they do, doesn't work for me just because I, not necessarily because that they are not the things I always enjoy. Um, it's just because I did not want to be better mm -hmm. when I was deep in my depression. Like, you just wanted to feel it. I just want to feel it. And I, worse, worse than that, I did not think that I deserve to be happy. Oh, you do. Which, which is something mm -hmm. that other people say to yeah. me will not be effective if I say that to myself. So I think that to anyone out there who, I know we're talking about stress, but if you are going through depression or worse things than that, you know, like just life just happens to you and just it's just a little very tough right now. Mm -hmm. I want you to know that I am also, I've been, I also been through the things, similar things and you are very courageous, you're very strong and brave, and you got what it takes to to be better. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you do. And you can call it manifestation, you can call it determination, but truly like deciding to be better or to change mm -hmm. is the first step in changing. It might not be the change that you thought you wanted or needed, mm -hmm. but or wanted, but it will be what you need. And just trying is, is just the first step. And since we're talking about depression, it was, um, Daylight saving recently. Mm. Do you are do, do you have um, seasonal depression? Yes, yes, I do. So <laughs> I I have a couple tips for that because my one of my closest friends, um, I talk about I talk about her a lot. Um, uh, she she struggles with that as well. Which one? Let's shout out to the best friends. <laughs> I mean, it's the same best friend. I don't I don't talk about Adam, <laughs> but uh, okay. Um, but I know that she she struggles with this and um uh and. You know, I, I just, I one of the things I ask her, I'm like, how can I support you mm -hmm. through that? Because um, we live apart. We don't live, she lives, she doesn't live in Cincy, um, but I love her like a sister. Um, like, I love this woman. Um, and so just kind of a healthy reminder. Like, if you know, if, if you if you were like me, um, I don't, I, I, I do get annoyed by the change of seasons i don't like being cold mm -hmm. um but uh i don't find it like affecting my mood like that i has the same like problems with anxiety but it's not because of that but if you know of someone who um might have it like maybe check in on them uh see how their day has been going because mm -hmm. i do think um even if they're introverted it just like having someone check in on you when you're feeling like that is like so important to just know that like people think about you I remember living alone um, while I was like first starting to date my significant. I had um, my my other two friends um, just texted me like bombarded me like how where are you? Because they realized that I hadn't texted them in like a month, mm. and they and they remembered that I was living alone. They're like oh my god, <laughs> it's like is she alive? Is she okay? Um, and I was totally fine. I was like at my I was at my significant's like friend's house. I was having a great time. But so if you have seasonal depression, um, there are some hacks that can help you. One of which I've been exp I've been like pushing this onto people that I haven't talked to me about it is light therapy boxes. It's like this light that you put and um, it 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 simulates daylight. Mm. And I was in class talking to my friend about this, and they're like, "Yeah, I just kind of like sitting in my hole." <laughs> and I was like, "Fair." And she's like, "I just like the darkness." I'm like, "Okay, fair." But if you want, there's this. But also, mm. another big um, thing is exercise. I know mm. I have, I, as I mentioned, I have com, com, some issues with exercise, 
But technically, I could work up, work my upper body, but I'm kind of like um, touchy and I'm probably a little bit anxious and depressed about that and kind of that's my issue. But <laughs> exercise helps with that. And so does vitamin D. Oh my, do you take vitamin D? Um, I used to. Dude, vitamin D... I started to, like, I, I'm vegetarian, and so, um, I got, and I have a sleeping disorder, um, and so I got my blood work done to see if they could help me with it, and they're like, yeah, your B12 is low, which is normal for, which is obvious. Vitamin D is important, because, B12, yeah. Yeah, it, it helps it, fight fatigue. It, and, but it also, like, if you don't have enough vitamin D, but not vitamin B12 for too long, your entire central nervous system shuts down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out vegetarians, make sure you get your vitamin B12. But, um. Huh? I know, like vitamins, yeah, yeah. But vitamin D is awesome because it not only like um, helps with your energy, but it's also that's what you get from the sun, and so it can help with that like uh, transition into not having as much sunlight coming in all the time. Mm. Um, but yeah, having depressive episodes is just a part of life. I remember I watched this video; it's just like a little thing, um, and they're like. I feel like I became my happiest person once I recognized that life is just always fluid um, and that it's not going to, you're not always going to be happy, you're not always going to be sad, mm-hmm. and you're not always going to be super motivated, nominated. it's going to change. And like the moment that you accept that and and just like take it as it comes, yeah, it just, it's, and nothing's guaranteed and I love that. Yeah. Um, and I and I hope to remember to love that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, flow. <laughs> no, it's what you say is super fair. I feel like for me though, I feel like the reason why I fall into this not just season of depression, but like depression in general mm-hmm. because of trauma and stuff happening um, recently. Um, um, just like losses. It's okay. it's norm. It's it's healthy to have that depression after. Yeah, actually, things. it's like it's like your body just like take time to process yeah. the whole thing. It's just like you can be like you can't have like there's you, it's, there's no switch that you can turn on and off from one mode to another. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is normal. Okay, like okay, I'm normalizing me speaking out loud my emotion and talking about it and just like going through this period, mm-hmm. but. Mm, I always felt like um, you know this there's, there's a thing that I go through is just like catastrophizing events it, that's a tendency to what is that to like mean? victimizing yourself oh and then catastrophizing so like just like thinking that this is my life is a catastrophe over? right now like my Ooh. life is over that's I, I, I think that a lot of people that's faces depression in different way but this is like a thing that i think realize i have the patterns in my mind yeah and i'm combating that doesn't sound it. fun i'm combating it really really hard money and so yeah um it's really oh the stress level just go from three to eight and then it's gonna go back to six and then it's just up and down yeah but like my point here is just like um Mm, I, I think what I was trying to say is that um, like when you are in that hole and you tend to like you tend to like um, like your friends say that you but like I like my hole like I like the darkness you know I don't <laughs> yeah. want to come out because people one of my very wise a wise friend of my mom told me that sadness is addictive you know? it is I totally agree that's why we like sad movies we like I like Korean dramas they're mm-hmm. so sad 
But I like, but the, the thing that I do is I, I know that I tend to be very sensitive and sad over things. I like I'm listening to sad music and I feel sad for random reasons, mm-hmm. random shit. But, but I love that. Like I embrace that sadness. Sadness was actually not bad before. Um, and then I know, because I know that I'm going to feel better and just like, it's normal, you know? Yeah. But now I feel like I take things more seriously and I tend to catastrophize it. Or like my life is doomed. If I, like after this trauma, traumatic event, I did not think that way anymore, you know? Like That's good. I was a child before. Mm-hmm. Like this 1.8 in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, this point is just very traumatic. So before point A, my I was just like a little child <laughs> going through stuff and then like this up and down but I was okay with it but then my mind thinks of this whole event like my whole life it seemed like A happened to me like life happened to me at point A and then my life is doomed and then I cannot be the same person with that positive way of thinking anymore yeah um, maybe that's true you know or maybe it just takes some time um but uh trauma is a different thing trauma doesn't have i don't know if it happens like like more like it's like kind of it's like rare I mean, you don't have a lot of like i don't know but like for me i don't have a lot of similar trauma like each trauma is different most of most of most of the time is from relationship okay mm-hmm. or like abusive relationship too mm-hmm. even within like family or like close friends mm-hmm. like people I know um, those things I, I consider trauma to me that did like did me damage me significantly yeah and something that I'm still trying to uh, live longer to just look back as I live longer I'm looking back and realize that um, those trauma those point a B and C are just very small points in my life Mm-hmm. And there are other points, other dots in my life too that I have yet to live and experience. Shout out. Yes, you were, I totally agree. Yes, there's... A, a, Isn't that like kind of freeing to know? It's like awakening. Yeah. But like, you like, wow. Like, I feel like a philosopher. Like, I just want to live my life without having to thinking so much about this. But not every single day that I wake up and I don't think about this. Especially recently after the things like breaking up with someone... Yeah. This was very close to me. Reevaluing my life goals and trying to balancing life. Um, those things, I think that can do damage to people pretty, pretty bad. They can, and yeah. it, th- especially, um, it, uh, you know, relationships can be healthy and they can be unhealthy. Mm. Um, and dating in your twenties is not. Mm. It's not very easy. To oh, date healthily, in to my opinion. <laughs> oh, stick that louder. You know, um, it's it's like, I wish someone told me that earlier though. No one, no one told me that the love life, the love that you know I'm gonna experience at twenty is probably gonna be shit. No, because I mean that's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be shit. You know, I mean like I I first thing is like with like I look at things in like a rose tinted like glasses mm-hmm. like and i try to be positive especially but then, when you really like someone yes and it's not about relationship too about things in general embracing oh. newness moving from vietnam here to here from wisconsin to cincinnati and now figuring out the next step not only i like to embrace newness and uncertainty but to me right now it's just feel like 
a little bit scary. <laughs> yeah, and life is scary. Yeah, I know, but it's it's scary. Is in the in the way that like I felt like my life is doomed. Like you know, like I just kind of like want to crawl back into that little hole. And well, you got like, this. Okay. Yeah, yes. I really do think you have this. Like um, you know, relationships ending um, is a really it's you know not inevitable in college, but uh like romantic relationships I'm talking about but um it is a common struggle that a lot of people I think can, can relate to I know I can mm-hmm. um I remember I broke up with someone last year like fully it was wildly complicated incredibly toxic and I didn't even recognize what oh. toxicity meant and then I um realized that I wasn't really being treated the way that I should and I was like maybe I should go there therapy and mm-hmm. then I was able to get out of it um, and that's just my story, and that's very summed up. But um, uh, I remember being so depressed. Like, even, like, there's this TikTok right now. It's like, it's raining. Why is it raining? I did everything I was supposed to do. And that's so true. Because when you do everything you're supposed to do, like, in order to keep yourself healthy, doesn't mean you're going to feel happy right away. Mm. It takes a long time for that to make take effect. I remember right after I, like, ended things, I love to cook. I couldn't cook. <laughs> I couldn't cook for a long time. I got Topper's pizza. Like I love Topper's. Shout Topper. out to Topper's. Shout out Topper's. <laughs> I got top I got cheese Topper's pizza like for a couple weeks. And oh, that was God. all I ate. And that cuz and I hardly ate. Like and that was my <sighs> way of depression. Um and there was other ways. But um some things that like really helped me the biggest therapy. Um uh if I'm being totally honest. Um but Another thing, uh, like I think that changing up your routine, like they say, you can't you can't heal in the same place you were hurt. Mm. Um, uh, like I I moved into a new house, not because of that, it just happened, but it's very great. I got a cat. Um, that wasn't ri- right after I broke up with them, but right. um, I think changing your ha- like Does it just, help? Did it help you? Luna's great. Luna's the best. Changing the house too. The house I love because. Especially living alone. That was a big thing. That's a big reason why I was scared of living alone. Cause like, okay, coming here single, um, I'm like, I'm just gonna be with my cat. Like, am I gonna be just be lonely all the time? And I'm an extrovert. I used to say that I would get anxious unless I had like an hour of social interaction a day. I'm happy to say that's no longer the case. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm able to like have that social interaction with myself sometimes. Do I need it once a week? Heck yes. I'm not gonna be happy if I can't hang out with someone at all during mm-hmm. the week. But um, uh. I think the same is true. And yeah. having a new environment really does help. My my best friend came over and saged the house for me. Oh yeah, um, I remember you told me that. Yeah, and we had like this bell. It's like to get rid of all the bad energy. It was <laughs> so cleansing and it was nice knowing also just for me, it was nice knowing that, they, that I knew that they didn't know where I was living. Mm. Um, and just the more barriers you bring to that relationship especially once you decide okay this is actually truly not good for me or it's like if you're okay so if your body i think it's a good way of recognizing if you need to move on from something or step away from something Mm. if your body reacts um without you acknowledging what's going on like listen to your body is basically what i'm saying um when i would see this person my body would physically react and i would like start having anxiety to put it politely um and i couldn't understand why but it took a lot of time and a lot of reflecting and understanding that what what was going on with me was not okay to realize that that was what was happening right um i think 
you're not the only person that talk about this because my friends experience the same thing. Yeah, I'm just I that's what then that's what I'm saying. Like this is a really I think it's real. I think it's a lot of people can relate to this. But you know, for me though, probably it's gonna take me a very long time to. And that's it. okay. I'm very stubborn. <laughs> I'm very stubborn, and I even plan to see them again for their graduation, even though that I say that I want to, I say out loud I want to, but. In my mind, I hope you're not listening to this. <laughs> We can cut it out if you don't want to. No, it. this is fun. I okay. I like to keep it real, you know. I mean, yeah. I okay. So, but also we can just like not tell them that we started a podcast. No, they and they. I don't think that they will know, and like they they don't know. It's just that like that's good. <laughs> it's like um, I have a very hard time um, letting go of people that I love because I um. I, I know who matters in my life, you know. Yes. And even though sometimes people hurt you, um, it's toxic that you, your mind still wants to keep them, but your body says no. But um, so what I'm doing right It's now telling, is telling though. I know right now is like I'm just not gonna see them, and I won't be seeing them anytime soon, or very in a very long time. And I think that. Maybe one month, or like two months from now, or like even like, not even a year, but like very, very short time from now, I will think differently too. I already think very different from. Mm-hmm. You, I think you were there. Yeah, Ooh, I love, like, I love the phrase, um, that I, I, and I, and I kind of live by this. I don't think I'm the same person I was two weeks ago, and mm. I don't think I'm gonna be the same person I, I am today, two weeks from now. Mm. And I think that's very a very freeing mindset. Very <laughs> freeing because you, ha- you know that I write this term on the mirror when I was at my lowest, and I say that will I be free and will I have a solution when I'm very stressed, mm-hmm. and I can't see, can't see a solution. You know, mm-hmm. if people tell me that Cho, you're gonna be okay. Like I don't believe in it unless like I tell myself, or I let like myself go through that time where I process the things. Yeah, and then so now knowing that like okay, well I know that you go through a lot of shit and you, like finally, you have been through things and you have the ability to overcome them. I know that in the future, you're gonna be okay. It's just like trust the process, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's again. That and then I think one last thing is probably like, like eating, and like having a nutritious meal and diet. Yeah, like when you're going like, through like that, good food really when helps. When you're going through that, like don't take out the meat. Don't go to Tapas. Tapas is good every once in a while. But I remember, I remember the bite I took. I was like, wait, this tastes like cardboard. But as I was, like it was very awakening. But um, when you're going through that, you really need to prioritize your physical and and uh, just. Uh, emotional health because that does affect you. Like, get enough sleep, go for a walk, even if it's a small one. Just try, just try to go outside, mm. um, and like, eat, <laughs> eat. But ideally, eat good food. Good food really helps. You and know. maybe reach out for a friend. Like, hey, I'm going through something. Can you check in on me every once in a while? I don't like if you're really concerned. And obviously, not obviously, but encouragingly, reach out for help if you if if you feel like you want to. I I know it's helped me. Um, and I think it's helped a lot of people. Mm. You know, psych- I'm a psych major, so like I'm like down for it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's why I reach. That's why I reach out to you like once in a while too. Mm-hmm. But then like I, 
I try to do that with my friends, but like try not to be too like dependent on them all the time. But also like I don't think it's dependency. It's that's depend. So being dependent is like you are not able to function without that person, Mm. Um, and that does happen in relationships. Um, But like friendships, um, like that's what friends are for. Like friends are supposed to be there. That's what I. That's what I felt like when I came to your house to work. Yeah. I'm there for you too, but like, like I I'm there for to hang out with you. But like last time I was so tired, so I would just felt like collapsing, even yeah. though I did not expect because I even remember texting you that I'm gonna bring some positive vibe to you. Mm-hmm. But then it was just not like I would. It's just yeah, like we ended up just collapsing. talking about like really deep stuff, and then we're like, we should do a stress podcast. <laughs> and then here we are. <laughs> yeah, we talk about it, and then we're like I think I'm just gonna go back and take a nap because, like, my yeah. So I think y'all eat good food and like make sure that you your body is in good condition. Yeah, drink water take some naps and take some vitamins like mm-hmm. supplements do whatever it takes to do that and friends yeah. which is something that new experiences help with when you've gone through something right that's right. harmful yeah but if it's chemical imbalance then especially um like some professional help is is very important yes and meditate spend time with yourself and don't be afraid to because there are so many things to be afraid about anyway. Mm-hmm. Be afraid of. And there's such a, there's still such a stigma on mental health in general. Um, Girl, we don't even talk about this where I'm from. <laughs> like, my parents would probably be just like, they're very supportive of me. Mm-hmm. And they would like want me to like go, they always offer to like have a place that they I can come back and run into the arms whenever I feel like. That's good. But at the same time, again, come back to the leaving alone thing. Yeah. I think that it's very powerful that you know that you can run back into your parents' arms, but like you can't always do that. And if you live in the new city, mm-hmm. so you kind of just have to like develop new coping mechanisms and understand yourself and how you can like be okay on your own. Yeah, it's yeah. really important in in your twenties or any time in your life to just learn. And I'm still learning, but I think that I've come a long way. Mm-hmm. And um just like being there for yourself like knowing mm-hmm. like being friends with yourself and yeah. and like really feeling like you're worthy growing your self-worth not letting anyone take it down um and you know it's 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 important and there's a lot to unpack mm. there are so 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 much more oh my god <laughs> but well. i'm excited <laughs> about this growth journey because like we are learning you know like this whole like 20 thing being college 20, experience college experience internship it's about like podcast learning <laughs> yeah it's about learning i'm learning so much just by like doing the podcast yeah yeah it's fun and um we're happy to do it but i think that about uh, but, uh, i think that about wraps it up yeah uh i'm so stoked Yay. this is a good episode too i hope everyone is having a good time follow us on internal affairs internal underscore follow us we will update it yeah um, we're gonna update it gonna have more exciting stuff coming um and we maybe we'll figure out a time when we do this 
weekly hopefully that's gonna that be week. we're gonna start doing it every wednesday right every wednesday every wednesday Yay. well no, not post it we're recording no hopefully <laughs> <laughs> that is to be announced but yeah. thanks everyone for tuning in and that was a good talk i hope that it was helpful for you um and just let us know if you also yeah. stressed it will mean a lot if you let us know if you go for the same thing um and and see how we can help you yeah, yeah. we'd love to hear from you Yep. Thank you. Bye. Sending hugs. Sending hugs. Virtual hugs. You got this. Keep going.